It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Well, the Australian cricket team uh, kicks off its T20 World Cup campaign against South South Africa tomorrow night at 9pm. And uh, in the chair for uh, SEN, alongside uh, Sam Hargraves, is former Victorian captain and wicketkeeper Darren Berry, who now joins us on the line. How are you, Chuck? Very good, Chris. Looking forward to the start of the campaign. Let's be honest, the Aussies probably haven't been great in this format. If we've got a weakness, it's in the format. But we've got a pretty good outfit ready to go, and I'm really looking forward to a must-win game, I'm saying, first up. They want to start well tomorrow night against South Africa. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah, it is more than fair to say that the warm-up has been a bit hot and cold. What um, a four-run win, I think, was it over the Kiwis and then got thumped uh, just a couple of days ago um, by India. Do we take too much Mm. out of those two warm-up games? Well, look, I am a little bit concerned about Davey Warner's form, not just in those two games where he failed. We know he's got the runs on the board and we know he's a world-class player, but Mm. is the the petrol still, uh, you know, pumping through the pistons or Mm. are we running on empty because his two games leading in uh, were a duck and two and in the trial matches he's got a duck and one. So his last four innings, uh, Davey scored three runs. Let's hope he comes out and blasts us away tomorrow night, but... That is a concern for us, Chris. Our batting is probably... I don't think we've got a stable batting lineup. There's still conjecture about how the team will roll out. I think the bowling lineup's pretty settled. You can, you can bank that are going to have Zampa and Agar as two spinners. I think you can put Mitchell Stark and Pat Cummins locked away. The last bowling spot is up for grabs between Josh Hazelwood, Kane Richardson, or whether they're brave and go with another spinner. Mitch Swepson, which I'd love to see them do. I'd love to see them play three spinners. I don't think they'll be that brave. Mm. Uh, Chris, if you have a look at the record of T20 cricket Mm. in any country, have a look at the World Cup, have a look at the top 10 bowlers in T20 cricket, Uh, not being a smarty pants here, Mm. eight of the 10 are spin bowlers. Mm. Spin will play a huge role in this World Cup. So one, we have to be able to bowl it well. But equally, on the other side of it, Chris, we've got to be able to play it well with the bat. Wow. What, so you're saying you're going with three spinners. Schwepson, include include him. And who would your two quicks be then? Stark, Stark and, and Cummins. Yeah. And then, and then uh, again, you've got to have five frontline bowlers in T20. I hope we don't fall for the old trap of having four playing an extra batsman and using like Mitch Marsh or um, Glenn Maxwell as a, a frontline bowler. They are... Uh, break glass in case of emergency six bowler. (laughs) You've got to have five, if you know what I'm saying. You need, in T20 cricket, you only need six, it's only only 120 balls. So you only need six batsmen. You need five quality bowlers. Now, I think the Aussies will go with three pacemen and two spinners. I'd love to see a little bit more bravery and go with two pacemen and three spinners. You've got Agar's left arm, you got Zampa skidding the ball on straight at the stumps and Swepson in the more traditional loopy leg spinner. That's what I would do, but I don't think it's what the Aussies will do. Mm. Just back on, um, Chuck, just back on Davey Warner. And I've heard, you know, other people that know more about the game than me, they're sort of saying, well, you know, he's a, he's a big game player. 
he'll be right. Yep. He'll, he'll be right on the night. But my God, you couldn't you couldn't have a worse possible preparation than what he's had. That's correct, and you can't hide behind that. Now, when they ask the current players, oh, what what are they going to say? They're not going to come out and say, oh no, Davey's hitting them really bad. We don't think he should be in the team. Of course, the people on the inner sanctum are going to say he must play. Now, he does have a lot of credits in the bank, and I love Davey Warner in full swing. I'm concerned that he's out of form, and you can't afford to go in the first two games and he makes five and seven, and we're on the back foot. When you've got Marcus Stoinis and Matthew Wade, who are, they open the batting in Big Bash cricket for the Melbourne Stars and the Hobart Hurricanes. Mm So that there is a couple of other options there. People say, oh, who else is going to do it? Mm. Aaron Finch is the number three ranked T20 batsman in the world. And he hasn't had great preparation because he's come off a knee injury. But he's the captain. He's in. Mm. Davey Warner, I think they'll start with him. And, and I hope, gee, I hope he comes out and blazes a, a quick fire 50. But I'm not sure it's the best team to pick. And I just hope, Chris, we don't fall for the trap that we've fallen so many times in Australian cricket in T20, we play people out of position. This is a game where you have to play your role and you have to be injected into the game with a purpose. And what we've done in the past is we pick the best names and we jam them into the order, but you've got people that open the batting, batting at number five or six. Mm. I just hope they pick a specific team to win the game. And if Davey's out of out of form, um, well, Aaron has to get some runs. You can't have both your openers uh, struggling. Uh, yep. I think that, that goes without saying. I, did I hear the other day, I was watching, I don't know what Sky Sports or what it was, uh, or listening to a radio show, and someone was suggesting that, that you know, Steve Smith would might might not make make the team. And I, I had to sort of, hang on a second. I know Red Bull's his go, but um, yep. he's been doing quite well in, in the warm-ups. He's been one of our shining lights. Well, in, in these two warm-up matches, yes. But, but again, I'll just call it as I see it. Mm. Uh, I don't think Steve Smith is in our best T20 team. That's yeah. my opinion. People yeah. will disagree. Sydney people will go, oh, what's going oh, I'm talking about in test cricket and one-day cricket, mm. first pick. In you go. Yep. His T20 record is moderate. It's, it's okay. It's not the worst. But what Steve Smith needs is he needs, he needs to, balls to get himself in. So he's not a dynamic player like a Glenn Maxwell, mm. someone like that that can go in and score from ball one. So, But I think what he's done in these two lead-up games, he's got a 50 and a 40 from memory. Uh, he'll be like our uh, classy glue in the middle. I think he'll bat at number four or five uh, and be in the middle. He can't bat in the top three because he's too slow. Mm. You've got to be aggressive when the field's up. That's when you go Finch, Warner, and whoever they go with, I think they're going to go Mitchell Marsh at three. Mm. But I, I think Wade or Stoinis should be considered in the top. Smith will bat at four or five. Glenn Maxwell probably number five. And then the number six position, I think the Aussies will play Matthew Wade there as the wicketkeeper. Again, I'm saying mistake. The reason for that, Wade opens or bats at three in his big bash team. There's another guy who's in the team called Josh Inglis, who's a wicketkeeper from Perth. A very good player. And he, what he does regularly, comes in at number five and he finishes the innings. So I'm saying again, pick the right people for the right position in the team. You talk a lot of sense, don't you, Chuck? Talking, I'm talking to Darren Berry, by the way. On Justin Langer, uh, Darren, is, is this make or break for him? We've seen all you know the LinkedIn posts and all the rest of it. He's been, he's been under, under pressure for, for a while now. 
are you are you of the belief that we should have the same coach in charge of of all three formats? Uh, no, I'm not. I think uh, Justin Langer should be the test coach and the one day coach. And I think T20 is a totally different format. I'm a Justin Langer supporter, by the way. I mm. think uh, I, I'm happy with his hard, tough stance. Not all the players are. That's obvious. A lot of the players are not happy with Justin Langer's style. Well, we, we had Darren Lehman, who's a laid-back character, and people didn't like that style. We've now got Justin Langer, who's a hard-nosed style. People don't like that style. I personally think the players are having too much to say. Whoever the coach is, you support them and you play and perform your role in the team. I think Justin's come under some unnecessary fire personally, but I believe we've now got to the stage in Australian cricket because there's so much cricket played. Number one, the burnout factor on an individual coach is high, and it's a high-octane, high-intensity job, and you're away from home a lot of the time. Mm. Okay, Langer, test coach, and maybe the one-day team, and get a separate T20 coach, someone that knows T20 cricket inside out. Can be a, it can be a specialist from, from within Australia or you can bring in someone from overseas. But I think the T20 should be totally separate, different team, different selectors, different setup. What do some of the other leading nations do? Uh, so, some do what we do and some do it separately, absolutely. Mm. So, and the same in, even in our Big Bash competition, uh, some teams have a separate coach for their Sheffield Shield team, and then they have a separate coach for Sydney is a great example. Uh, you know, Phil Jakes coaches the Sheffield Shield side, but then Greg Shippard is the Sydney Sixers coach and very successful. Uh, now Trevor Bayless, another uh, Sydney boy, fantastic world-renowned coach, coaching the, now the Sydney Thunder. So Sydney, I think, have got the right model. Phil Jakes looked after the Shield team. That's New South Wales. That's their state team. And then the uh, not they hate the franchise word, but the separate T20 teams they're managed by different people, and I, I think that's the way to go. It's a big job to do the whole gamut, in my opinion. Yeah, they're just such different disciplines, aren't they? The the red ball stuff oh, and, and T20, different. they really are. Our group then, uh, Darren. So we've got England, South Africa, West Indies, Bangladesh, and uh, one more qualifier. Uh, was it Sri Lanka, the other one? I haven't. I must admit, I haven't checked the last one, whether it was Sri Lanka that got in or not. Well, Sri Lanka. In our group. Well, they're in. They've won both their matches, they haven't they? There's the, there's the late, um, the final qualifier tonight it. between uh, Ireland and Namibia. So one of those two go in as well. Um, yeah, well, I'll, do, I'll, I'll have to be up to speed for that tomorrow night. But I knew that on Bangladesh and Sri Lanka are qualified. I'm just not sure because it was Group A and Group B. And pretty much the, the winner of Group A... Uh, and whoever came second in Group B going to one comp. So I must admit, I've been at work all day, and I'm not over who has qualified. Well, I'll, I'll find out. I'll find out. I'll find out here. I'll ask the mad Russian who's in the studio with me. He knows most things. He's only 23. Tell but... us who's qualified uh, out of the minor nations. Sri Lanka and Bangladesh are definitely in, yes. and I thought that Scotland, and I wasn't sure whether the last one was out of Amman or Ireland maybe to get through. Well, Ireland are playing, uh, they're playing tonight, aren't they? So, uh, as I say, against Namibia. So the winner of that goes through as well. All right. Well, good to see we're right across it, hey? Uh, but you're the cricket expert. We're all over it like a cheap suit. All right, mate. Hey, Darren, thanks for your chat, mate. It's, it's, you, you speak a lot of sense there, and I always do like um, like hearing you, whether whether it's on, on, on radio or, or wherever. So I appreciate your time, mate, on, on uh, higher ground tonight.
Well, tomorrow night, Australia, South Africa, uh, 9pm Eastern Standard, and Sammy Hargraves and myself will bring you all the action. For the people that don't have the privilege of having pay TV, yes. tune into the SEN networks across the country and we'll do our best to give you uh, the up-to-date coverage of the Aussies. Yes, and it'll be wall-to-wall entertainment. Thanks again, Darren. We'll talk soon. Cheers, Chris.